welcome to Beyond the Now. This is a podcast where we dial in on the challenges businesses and consumers face to secure the future of the IoT. My name is David, and I'm Director of Secure Devices Ecosystem at Arm and a founder of PSA Certified. In this podcast, we'll be joined by experts from across the tech sector, all with a shared vision of securing IoT and building a connected society. In this episode, we'll be speaking to Dr. Juan Nogueira Nine, who is a Senior Director of Connectivity in the Global Technology Team at Flex. Juan, welcome. It's really great to have you here today. Sure. Thank you, Debbie, for having me here. So I wonder if, just to get started, if you could sort of tell us a little bit about yourself and and Flex company and, and your role there. Sure. Sure. Maybe I start uh, talking about a little bit about Flex because it's, um, not many people knows um, about um, my company. Mm-hmm. So in a sentence, um, I think you could describe Flex as an end-to-end product services company. Yeah? And that means that uh, we help all sorts of companies uh, bring uh, their products to market. In the main, those products are some form or oil form of electronics or have electronic components. Yeah? But uh, this range um, of what we do is quite uh, varied. You know? It includes things like uh, you know, medical devices for drug delivery or connected medical wearables for blood glucose, uh, glucose monitoring. Mm-hmm. And in automotive, uh, for example, we make everything from in-car entertainment and information systems to domain controllers at home. For sure, you may have some coffee machine or domestic appliance made by Flex. And we also uh, have large uh, cloud edge and 5G computing and communication infrastructure business. Yeah. So to design and and manufacture such a large uh, variety of products, uh, this is only actually is only possible if you have the expertise and capability to deliver from one side high reliable solutions that might be must be designed uh, following strict rules and have to go through uh, demanding test processes like you know medical automotive or industrial areas and on the other side we also do consumer products where you have a very short cycle times where the speed you know and the cost are the main drivers so it's a quite a range of products and of course or branded with names you would be familiar with. Okay. It's, about, it's, it's about their products, with their products. Mm. So Flex help them with the design of the product. So it's, you know, it's a sourcing. And, um, you know, in, in, in short numbers, we have about 160,000 employees across 120 factories, okay. wow. 20, 30 design centers. And we, um, we have uh, some uh, divisions uh, with uh, several centers of excellence for particular types of uh, technology, and I'm leading the center of excellence for connectivity. Okay, okay. That's fascinating. I I have to admit, I didn't realize, I mean, I guess, first of all, the size of Flex. So it's a huge company with a lot of employees and a lot of factory capacity. And, And I guess you're working with so many companies that we're all familiar with, but you're the design in the shadow design yeah. Okay. yeah we are in the shadow and that's what i wanted to give a little interaction because it's, it's always the always the same question oh flex yeah mm. we didn't know flex was so big yeah yeah so that's that's interesting and uh, interesting to talk about the okay what uh, is behind that's amazing and in terms of your role so you say connectivity i mean it's, yeah it's, perhaps you could expand a little bit on 
Yeah, it's something that the, the customers, you know, the, the customers are continuously and, and growing, asking for uh, connectivity solutions because, as you know, everything has to be connected now, you know, and, and mm. not everybody has the know-how in-house to add connectivity to their product. So this is where we help them. You know? Okay. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess from our point of view, both within ARM and, and also with the journey we're on with PSA certified, this sort of trend towards massive connectivity, I guess that's something that you're seeing as well in, within your... Yeah, business. absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, in some sense, uh, Flex and ARM are similar, you know, so not many people know ARM, although ARM mm. is in, in most of the microprocessors, you know, so mm. it's something that... Um, so you do something that helps the others to bring their products to market. Yeah, that's really interesting. And yeah. so given this huge role that Flex has and, and the way that you're working with large and famous OEMs deploying, you know, do you get the sense that security is is a growing concern with your customers? Is that something that they're starting to ask you or is it yeah. still in its infancy? Yes, it, it is definitely growing, but mm. um, not. I would say it's not the main concern yet. Yeah. So unfortunately, mm. uh, what security means in IoT is not always well understood. Yeah? For example, um, one of our customers in the construction business is called Machine Max. Yeah? So they, it's a company, a customer that monitors and track the usage of large construction machines. You know. Mm -hmm. And they use for that the device we developed for, for them that you know, this device collects uh, all uh, sort of data from the machines, which in former times, they all this data were being collected by hand, you know, but today uh, they are using this device to collect all this data. So all this data is transmitted to a cloud uh, for further uh, analysis. You know? mm. And, uh, you know, one may think, well, <laughs> why do you need... The security there, you know, who else cares about your machine's data? You know? It's meaningless, you know? Yeah. And it's a very common to only think on, of IoT security to prevent access to complex systems, you know, like a car or a nuclear plant or stealing confidential data in a medical device. Of course, there is a privacy involved there, yeah? But, mm. uh, you know, if you look, go back to the example of, of the machine monitoring, you know, if you think in an unauthorized access to the monitoring devices uh, of, of this customer, you know, may not be a risk in the sense that you are not going to get the, the remote control of the machinery, you know, but yeah. it can create a lot of problems in the with the intrusion, intrusion of a malicious code, for example, that could uh, drain the batteries faster than normal or, you know, randomly mm. modify, modifying the collected data and then you get some data that you think are fine because you don't know that this breach has taken place, you know. So this can create a, a, a lot of disruption in the construction flow, uh, downtimes, logistic problems, and it really may take time to find that this was all caused by malicious code, you know, because you, you may never realize that or, you know, and, and find thinking that you have a system, that uh, an IoT system that doesn't work, you know. Mm. So... All this is time, and in business, you know, time is always money. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting actually, and maybe to to just briefly to pick up on it, it'd be interesting on your thoughts that the relationship between the device and, I guess, the cost of failure at the other end from a business point of view. It's something that we've had a few discussions actually in these podcasts on, and, and it's fascinating to get your view on it as well. That 
relatively modest device performing a, a relatively modest activity actually has a huge impact at scale if you're connecting hundreds or thousands or millions of those devices. And so for your end customers to realize, I guess, that relationship between the security in that device and how that would impact their business if it doesn't go right. So like you were saying is sort of whether that impacts the battery life or whether there's some financial impact or so on and so forth. So are you educating your customers on that, I guess, as you embark on this awareness of security? Is that something yeah. that... Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes the problem is that also customers will have to be more proactive with uh, mm. the customers on that because many times customers don't, don't ask for security because uh, whether they think security is not important in their use case, like this, mm. for example, you know, or many things that they assume that security is something intrinsic to the IoT device, you know? So, mm. you know, like when you buy a car, you don't ask on the dealer if the car is secure. <laughs> you, yeah, assume, right. you, you assume the car you is assume. secure, that it has yeah. been designed following some security standards and protocols, etc. But this is not really the case in IoT. So we are trying to be proactive showing the customer and training the customer that security is important. It's something that has to be considered from the beginning and that showing that we work with these security relations in mind, like, for mm. example, you know, and passing or going through a certification programs, like I mean, the PSA certification is, in, in this point, an, an excellent program because it validates from somebody from outside, from an organization, that the device is secure, you know, that has been mm. designed with uh, some mm. security standards behind that. We show them that, uh, hey, security in IoT is not only if you have a nuclear plan. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's something that you have to be considering from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it gives you that audit trail and that external validation, doesn't it, that best practice has been followed and a way that the customers can understand. No, that's really interesting. Thank you. And I, I think the other point that I wanted to sort of touch on and get your thoughts around was um, with PSA Certified has just commissioned, actually, and during back end of 2020, and we're publishing a, a security report. So PSA certified 2021 security report. And that's the first time that we've gone out and sought the feedback, I guess, of a very broad representation of industry. So that's OEMs and device vendors and, and perhaps some of the end market. And two of the main concerns, I guess, that came back from that was, you know, number one, the cost of security. And actually, cost of security is really interesting because if your customers don't value it, that probably means they're not prepared to pay you for it, which is quite interesting to get your thoughts on that. And I guess the second part is then the challenge that maybe you face as well is the resources and the investment that you have to make in security expertise within a company like Flex. Or, I mean, we also saw that in smaller organizations, that's even more of a problem, you know, how you get that. So, I mean, do you find that surprising or does is that sort of reflect how you're seeing the landscape at the moment? No, it's, it's, I would say it's not surprise. Uh, does not surprise me actually. As I mentioned before, you know, demand for security is growing. Yes, but mm. um, at the end of the day, the total cost of ownership is still the main concern of customers when mm. a new when they are um, architecting a new concept, uh, IoT concept or idea. You know, I think the comment before. You know, I think customers really need help to understand what they need. You know, for their product related to security you know, and what uh, that's likely to cost. You know? mm. This is where uh, one area where Flex as sign partner, you know, we can help them 
to define and understand what they need. Because for many, IoT is still a relative new area. So uh, many OEMs, of course, the big brands, they have their own uh, manufacturing and they manufacture their own, their own products. But many other uh, OEMs has uh, less expertise on connected device and security. You know? And mm. they, they, they don't have a huge teams. So in Flex, as we serve many customers, we can take this step as well, you know, and so we can play a role here and immediately offer a platform, you know, that is intrinsically secure. And that means certain security standard already from the beginning. So, and that's uh, some work we, we have already done. So we don't just manufacture products, you know, and the customer has to take care of all the concerns about security and connectivity. So we really provide an added value, you know, participating in the concept of the design of these products. And here is where we can add uh, our expertise and help customers that, yeah, they cannot afford maybe to hire mm. a, a team of people to take care of the security in their design, you know? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And what's, what's your thoughts on the per unit i don't know if this is unfair or not but you know the per unit cost of security so if you have to have i don't know a slightly more sophisticated processor or a little bit more memory where it actually hits the bill of materials is that something that you feel the market is able to appreciate or is that again a challenge of you know we often say security is not a traditional feature that you monetize in a traditional sense it's a digital insurance policy i suppose in a way isn't it so yeah, this is also a, usually a wrong concept, you know, because um, mm. the, the, the security, um, how do you monetize security? Mm. It should be a ROI, you know, or maybe more than ROI is a, a cost of inactivity, of inaction, you know, COI, you know. So how much may it cost you to not invest in security in the future, you know? Mm. How much is going to cost you downtime or a delay or or breakdown of your system, you know, or the need to replace thousands or millions of devices you have deployed because of breach in your security. So mm. uh, this should be considered an, as a as an investment. And uh, I can tell you, and there is always uh, room to compensate in the bomb list, you know, on the yeah. in the design uh, mm. to compensate the the, the costs you are adding for uh, security you know, on the um, compensated from other changing and other features in the hardware, you know, so, mm. or in the software, you know, software development or whatever. So there's always room to, um, it should not be say that, uh, no, and security is just adding uh, another cost on the bone. It's not like that, you know, it shouldn't be considered like that. It's just, no. uh, it should be something that is necessary, you know, like the power supply, you know, you, you need to power the device. So you, you need to mm. have, you need to have them secure as well, you know. But sometimes you also have to fight with regionalization, you know. So yeah. it's not all areas have the same concept of security or privacy in mm. all the world, you know. Something that may be normal in some country or some region can be totally unacceptable in other. You know? So you also have to work with partners that are able to bring this regional know-how and knowledge with your products, you know. So mm. what, are, what, what is your target market? Well, in this market, maybe you don't need to invest so much or you don't need to fool this and this regulation because security in this area is considered different. You know? I mean, security regarding data privacy, of course, against breach of, or, or hacking of devices is always the same. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, that's really interesting, actually. And and this fragmentation of regions is yeah. definitely a headache, isn't it? Different different regions, different regulatory bodies having different segments of the market, I guess, you know, that reacting differently Absolutely. in terms of what they need. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, do you see certain segments leading in terms um, of cyber requirements and... I mean, I mean, there is, um, I think it's, it's related also to the type of devices, as, as I mentioned uh, at the beginning. Mm. Uh, we have, uh, for example, in Flex, we have two main segments. One is high reliable systems, you know, and the other one is, is flexible uh, solutions, you know, they have a, a fast cycle, you know, of mm-hmm. devices. So maybe security there is important, of course, uh, because it may be more related to customer uh, and customer on, on in the sense of you know, uh, you know, hacking your camera or your uh, microphone, things like that, you know. But maybe the area which is more willing to consider security as really as an investment that they have to do is on the high reliable uh, systems, you know, automotive, medical, okay. industrial, yeah. you know, where you really are may impact lives, yeah. you know, of course, yeah. and, and yeah. or big industries that can also have impact in the persons, you know. If it, yeah, that cost of failure is more. Yeah, it's more. It's more it's yeah, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I like, I, I'll just briefly reflect, I really like your power supply analogy, and I've not heard that one before, actually, when you were talking about the, the cost adder to security and you mentioned the power supply. It's like, you know, power supply is a cost adder, but it's not a traditional feature. And, and if you think about, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but I guess power supplies over time have become more expensive and sophisticated because of green energy requirements and all of that kind of thing. And so you you have cost adders in a device for various reasons. You know, that could be regulatory around power consumption and standby power and all of that kind of thing. So that's a really nice analogy, actually. Thank you. I, no, thank you. Yeah. With your permission, I might use that one again sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's very cool. Um, moving on slightly you've kind of touched upon, you know, you're clearly working with huge OEMs across multiple markets, you know, massive connectivity and scaling. We know that machine learning is at the heart of Mm. of a lot of that. So the device, you trust the device, it captures data. That data is used to create insights that generate effectively, you know, business decisions and, and value. How do you view this relationship of connectivity, security, and ML, I guess, in, in your journey at Flames? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's funny you made me this question because yesterday I I was posting in, in LinkedIn uh, a new open position for my team here in Stuttgart to work specifically in, in artificial intelligence on the mm-hmm. age, you know. Mm. I think I think this is an exciting area, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, moving the intelligence from, from the cloud, to the edge device, uh, this will change completely the way we architect or design the IoT mm. devices today. You know? Of mm. course, and, and tiny ML is the trigger here, you know. But I do expect many other tools uh, will appear in the future. You know? mm. And uh, on, pl- on Flex, in Flex, we, we absolutely we plan to add this intelligence to our IoT platform, you know? because we see there there will be a, a growing demand of these capabilities on the edge device in the next year from our customers, you know, for mm-hmm. example, from the industrial vertical, you know, as 5G gets deployed and the number of uh, the number of devices in industrial applications will grow, you know, this will happen for sure. For many applications, um, for example, in, in very specifically, you know, I think maybe the, 
uh, the killer application for this in, in industrial area is the predictive maintenance, you know, mm, where yeah. really yeah. Uh, AI technology has a lot to offer, you know. And this is not only for our customers. So we plan to offer this to our customers in industrial areas, of course. But Flex, we are also in an industry, you know, so we are uh, one of the largest manufacturers in the world. So yeah, we, that's true. We, we are also starting to apply uh, these technologies in our factories. So we also mm. want to apply AI to learn from our machines and to get uh, all this data to improve uh, our processes, you know. But really? uh, yeah. yeah, linking this to security, yeah, I mean, there's also security breach, uh, potential breach here, you know, not breach, but we should um, be careful, you know, so uh, we, we have to pay attention because at, at the end of the day, AI at the end is about uh, algorithms, you know, mm. you train and then they learn with the time, you know. So mm. we sh- must be sure that the algorithms don't learn in an expected way, yeah, and yeah. finally take the wrong decisions, you know, which may have an impact in your business. You know? So. Mm. It's not a security from the point of, of the other security where you somebody can get into your system, but it's a security which has to be considered. Maybe good rule designs to be sure that what you design is what you, you expect or what, mm. you, what you get at the end is what, what you have in mind when you start the design. So yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? With Flex, I hadn't considered the fact that, you know, not only are you deploying this technology to your partners, but... You're consuming this technology in your own operations. Yeah, I mean, you have, presumably you have huge factory capacity that makes Mm -hmm. use of these technologies. And and it kind of links to one of the sort of previous discussions that I'd had where I think the example that often used is something like a piece of machinery in your factory that has sensors that are detecting, say, the temperature and the vibration. And there's a lot of data being gathered in order to understand if the machine starts to behave differently. Absolutely. That, that gives you insight into, you know, okay, there might be a problem coming. I can shut down the production line in a controlled way and change that part out in a way that doesn't suddenly shut it down when you're trying to meet some huge order that's going through. And there's real dollar value associated with that kind of technology, isn't there? And presumably the manufacturers of the equipment can use those kind of technologies for warranty and support as well. So the potential is really huge. It's um, it's fascinating, and, 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 and many machines are coming now connected. You know, they they mm. machine makers. Mm. They are, they are adding sensors everywhere. Mm. But there's still, you know, thousands or millions of machines out there running, and they will be running for years. That they are not connected. They have no mm. sensors at all. And, and you also want to learn from these machines, you know, and, and yeah. so, um, you know, I would say aftermarket or, or um, retrofitting those yeah. machines with yeah. the new um, IoT devices that collect data and interpret the, this data with artificial intelligence algorithms can, mm. can really reduce downtimes in factories, you know, give you some hint, hey, this machine is going to break. You should order the piece, uh, this piece, to the um, to replacement to have it ready when it breaks or don't wait to break and replace it before. Yeah. This type of, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you could ask, you know, why does security matter in that kind of exactly. contained environment? But but actually, you know, for example, is the machine being used within its designed capabilities? It, you know, are there grey market repairs that are happening that are outside of the warranty? There's lots of reasons why manufacturers would care about not having it tampered and that kind of thing. 
No, it's fascinating. Really interesting. So the podcast that we're doing is called Beyond the Now. And the reason for that is because we like to sort of look forward and think about what the world might look like in five years' time. So I'm going to ask a very open question to you. But, you know, do you want to sort of reflect on whether that's flex or your own views or what do you think the world's going to look like in five years' time? And obviously from a security standpoint as well, and be interesting to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> it's difficult, I know. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, first, I hope that uh, we will be finished with COVID, you know, in five years' time. <laughs> Definitely. That would be good. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, in five years, I think one of the points that may change uh, a lot, the IoT landscape, which includes all the securities, the deployment of 5G, you know. Mm. So I, I do expect really that in five years' time, uh, five years, five years, <laughs> in five years' time, five mm. years will be uh, well established, you know, and will be a normal uh, normal network uh, for mm. everyday use, you know. Mm. Um, so that these five G networks will be deployed, but not only in the in, in the in the public networks, but also in the private networks. So uh, you will be having five uh, G networks in private areas, in, in factories, in, in in the same way you have today Wi-Fi. Mm. And, and this will really trigger the development of IoT devices because you will have 5G uh, network campus and then you can deploy as many IoT devices uh, mm. you want with really control of those devices, uh, reliable connection, you know, access today. So, and, and this is also adding another layer of security. So somehow also 5G has been really conceived as a secure network. Cellular has their own, their own security standards. So I mm. think this, this will also, um, you know, it doesn't take you out of having a security in your device, but um, at least from, from the connectivity point of view, we will have in 5 years time, I think we, we will have a, a higher level of security in the, in the communications. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. And the I guess the phrase I hear a lot with 5G is this sort of massive connectivity yeah. where you yeah. can, you know, yeah, it's well, a whole another... One of the corners of the 5G. Mm. Yeah, along with the with the ultra-reliable, I guess, as well. It sort of brings a lot to some yeah, of the scenarios that you've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. More, and, more and, thinking in, in, in industrial applications. You know? mm. Exactly, exactly. And I guess building on that, it'd also be nice if you have some sort of advice that you could share with the listeners around mm. you know, security and lessons learned, I guess, and, and looking forward to the future. Yeah, I mean... I would recommend to consult uh, reference specs, you know, or talk to your partner in, in, in how to design uh, your device um, and security and have to adopt, try to adopt uh, existing security standards or regulations you may have globally or in your, in your region, you know, or talk mm. to your partner on, on this area if an expert in, in, in security. And uh, maybe what is most important is that do this from the beginning, starting during the concept phase. Don't don't um, think only on the on the business model. You know how how is your IT lo- going to look like? What is data has to capture? Uh, mm-hmm. How are you going to run algorithms to get uh, analytics out of this data? Think on the security. So use security as a, as another uh, building block of your device from the beginning. Mm. Yeah, it's not an afterthought. That's not an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's really good. Juan, it's been an absolute 
pleasure talking to you. It's really fascinating, actually. And um, I love the fact that we've been able to talk about Flex in terms of how it serves the market, but also how it consumes IoT. You know, you are living and breathing this as well as putting it out into the into the world for for wider. So that's that's been really insightful and uh, hugely appreciate it. Um, and thank you to Flex as well for supporting the webinar. And also, I guess, you know, rather unashamedly, I'd like to just congratulate you on your recent PSA certified certification as well. It's um, been really exciting and congratulations on that. And uh, we look forward to uh, to more of those. So yeah, thank you very much indeed. And I'd also like to thank the listeners. I hope you found this interesting and informative and great insights that Juan's been able to share with, with Flex. Share your thoughts on social media and tag us using at PSA certified, or of course, you can visit psacertified.org for more information. I mentioned the PSA certified 2021 security report. So you can download a free copy of that at report.psacertified.org. And I'd encourage you to do that. It's a really interesting insight into the pulse of the industry at the moment on, uh, on IoT security. So we love to hear your thoughts and opinions on securing the future. We look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Beyond the Now. Thank, Thank you, you very David. Much. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye.